Possum Podcast. Toot toot. How you doing tonight, Mr. Possum? Well, if I'm telling it true, Big Al, I'm a little, I feel a little stale. I feel like an old box of chicken in the biscuits. You feel stale? Yeah. Just How kinda, come? I don't know, just feel like I just every day is the same. Mmm, right. Just no spice, just bland, weird limbo times. The monotony of the day-to-day grind, with no escape. Correct. I just feel like I'm up to my kneecaps and on way. Right. Well, maybe we should take a trip, Mr. Possum. Let's go travel somewhere. Let's have an adventure. Ugh. I don't like traveling. You know that. What don't you like about traveling, Mr. Possum? Oh, come on. You know how it is. You gotta sit in traffic. You gotta find all your Hawaiian shirts and find that suitcase and pack it full of stuff and hear all the guff from the wife about, oh, you better not do this and you better not do that. You know, just all the troubles. Then you get to the airport and they tell you to take your belt off, take your shoes off, make you wait in line, make you dump all your stuff out in that, uh, in that plastic bin. It's awful, sitting there naked at the airport. Mm-hmm. Just to go somewhere. I feel naked without my clothes. I do. Right. Well, you know what, Mr. Possum? This puts me in mind of a solution. Does it? What if we could travel without dealing with all those struggles that the normal people have to deal with? If only. It just, it's, the problem is it's impossible. What if we could travel around the world making our own rules, writing our own rule book, Mr. Possum? That would be nice, but again, impossible. I don't think it's impossible. All we need is our own ship. Our own ship, you say? Like a boat? Yes, like a boat. Like the kind of thing that Captain Crunch sailed the seven milky seas in? Exactly. What if we could just set sail on our very own SS Big Howl? Oh, I love the idea of stepping aboard the SS Possum King for a worldwide adventure. Let's not get off on the wrong fin here, Mr. Possum. Let's uh, let's pick a name we can both agree upon. How about the SS Big Howl and Possum? Ah, that's got a good ring to it. So tonight on the show, Mr. Possum and I are going to lay out plans for our grand adventure, sailing completely around the world. Yes, it's going to be a fantastic voyage. When we come back, we'll start designing our ship, getting ready for this big old trip. Ahoy! What do you want on the ship? I think our ship should have a prominent feature. Mm -hmm. Something special that draws people in and draws people up and through the guts of the ship. And I'm talking, of course, about that grand stairwell from the Titanic. Mm. 
Okay. I've always loved the grand staircase from Titanic that both demonstrates the lush extravagance of the accursed ship and ultimately symbolizes the heaven that Rose goes to to rejoin Jack and all her great friends from the Titanic adventure at the end of the film. Not only will the grand staircase make us feel spectacular and also draw some attention to us and our voyage, it will be a source of income as people around the world pay us to come on board and get their prom picture taken in front of the grand staircase from Titanic. Oh. We'll also have a very valuable ship should we choose to sell it. We'll say, hey, it's got that Titanic staircase on it. People will come on board and go, wow, it's just like the heaven that Rose goes to at the end of Titanic. I don't know, Big Al. I think for some reason you're just sure that the staircase from the Titanic is a positive thing that people like. What if people look at this thing and they don't think of it like heaven? They think, oh, God, it's the staircase on the boat that notoriously sank and killed people. Oh, I don't know, Mr. Possum. I think I think people will look at it and they'll go, they'll, they'll think of all their fond memories watching the romantic adventure from uh, the Titanic film. I don't know. I think they'll also remember the second half of that movie, which is just you know, water filling the boat up and a lot of screaming and failed swimming. I don't even think you're supposed to say the word Titanic on a boat at all. It's bad luck. Kind of makes you wonder why Rose's heaven in that movie is the staircase that her buddies died on. You know, I, I it, it don't make no sense. Right. Seems like maybe the bad aspects of that evening would overshadow the good aspects of that evening in the reliving of it. You'd think that Rose's heaven would be a dry heaven on land. Truly, the most unsinkable boat is land. Mr. Possum, what do you want to have on the SS Big Howl and Possum? Well, Big Howl, one of the biggest concerns I've got about a seafaring voyage is boredom. Boredom is the mind killer. Right. You need to be able to switch up the kind of things that your eyes are drinking in. Because your eyes get bored, and then you get the crazies, and then you get the stabbies. And it's not a good combination. We're going to be trapped on this boat together for some time. It's going to be a long time together on this boat. So with that in mind, I'd like to bring my Medusa head with us. Wait. Sorry, your Medusa head. Yeah, for statues. You can hold this Medusa up and point it at somebody, and if they make eye contact, then they're a statue now. And ooh, new statue. Wait, 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 wait. You have a real Medusa head. Yeah, I got a Gorgon. Because the uh, thing is, you're going to get sick of looking at the kind of stuff that's just on a ship. Wood, rope, ugh. You're going to want to switch up the, the scenery. And I'm going to have new sculptures all the time. There's going to be something new to look at every day. I'm sorry, where are you getting these people you're turning into sculptures, Mr. Possum? Well, well it ain't just going to be me and you on this boat. We're going to hire a crew. And if a crew member gives me too much guff, ooh, buddy, I'm going to stone them good with this gorgon. And then we got a cool sculpture of a crew guy. You're going to be actively turning our crew into... Stone sculptures on the boat. Yeah, just the ones that cross me. That seems like a quite a bit of power for you to be wielding in a confined space. What kind of guarantee do I have that you're not going to turn me into a into a sculpture, Mr. Possum? Well, there's no guarantee per se. I mean, 
We might be getting along just fine, but one day you step in my tail, and I'm not sure if it was an accident or not, and voila, we got a big howl statue. Okay. I could put you at the bow of the boat. You can, We can dedicate the rest of the voyage to you. All right, you're already being pretty reckless with this power, just in your hypotheticals. Um, well, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to want all human sculptures. That's boring. The whole point is to be able to switch up the, the landscape on the boat. I'm going to be stoning birds, rats, whatever's around. I mean, especially, I mean, if we get lucky, if a gargoyle flies over, best believe I'm going to stone that thing. Gargoyles were made to be made of stone. Okay. Uh, Mr. Possum, if you've ever been on a transatlantic ocean liner or a cruise ship, sometimes they will have statues on them, but those statues are made of hollow plaster so that they don't weigh down the ship. Now, one of the things, if you're just constantly dropping stone birds on the deck of the ship and turning all the crew into actual stone sculptures, you're going to be weighing the ship down. How about we just cross that bridge when we get there? I mean, that seems like kind of a nerdy concern. Oh, what if the boat's heavy? We'll throw some of them off. Who cares? We can lighten up whenever we want. I think you should begin lightening up now before the voyage. Hal, what's your next idea for the ship? Well, Mr. Possum, as we plan our grand voyage, I'm thinking about sustainability. I'm thinking about responsibility. I'm thinking about uh, being self-sufficient. And so I think every cabin on board the SS Big Hal and Possum, the ship that we're building tonight, should have the urine recycling machine from Waterworld. What a way to stay completely sustainable and self-sufficient. Wouldn't it be cool? You get to do a little experiment with all those beakers and tubes every time you do a number one. Yellow fresh water. Now, Big Hal, why wouldn't we just bring a sufficient amount of water or just hold our tongues out for rain? I mean, you're starting to ruin the trip talking about this stuff already. I just think it's cool. It just shows what human innovation can do. And uh, it's also another thing we can do to publicize our trip and get some good media heat on ourselves. Bold pea drinkers cross the Atlantic on a great adventure. Uh-uh. You call that good media heat? Is that really what you want to be known for? You think people are going to be lining up at the shore to wave to the pea drinkers? No. I mean, it's one thing to even have this apparatus on the boat, but you want to tell people about it? And you think people are going to applaud this? Yeah. Come on. If anything, this thing's a dirty little secret on the boat. Mr. Possum, sustainability, environmental consciousness, uh, ecological responsibility, these things are really hot right now. These are big, hot-button issues. I think we're going to get a lot of press. I think people are going to congratulate us all around the world. We'll probably get, like, a Nobel Prize if there's one for uh, drinking pee on a boat. Big Al, let me just put my foot down right now. I am not going to get on the boat with the haunted staircase and the pee recycler. I am going to use my veto powers and say, capital N, no. No. Wow. Okay, we're taking a 
couple steps forward and a few steps back here if you're already vetoing ideas for the SS Big Howlin' Possum. I've got my limits. I didn't think I would have to enforce them so quickly. Okay, well, if you're vetoing the urine recycler, I'm going to veto the Medusa head. Fine. Deal. You'll just have to bring some statues with you. Yeah, I'll bring plenty of statues. Don't worry. Mr. Possum, what's the next thing we got to have on our ship? Well, before we head out, I want to make good and sure we've got a lot of ticket stubs. A lot of something that will serve as ticket stubs. Because, buddy, I am putting on a boat show. I'm going to have so much time to prepare and rehearse, I can't lose. What a show it's going to be. I'm going to put on that coconut brassiere I got and do some hulas. And that's just for starters. You're going to put on a boat show. Oh, yeah. And Lucky you. In preparation for your boat show, you want to make sure that we have plenty of ticket stubs. Right, yeah, I'm putting on a show, so we're going to need some tickets. Duh. So the boat show is not complimentary to anyone who's on the boat. <laughs> complimentary? <laughs> it's a boat show. Are you serious? This thing costs money to put on. Like I said, it's going to be a tight show. And not just how I say tight. I mean tight, like rehearsed, perfect. All the moves are going to be flawless. It's just going to be something you're going to want to pay for. You're going to want to pay for it. If I put it on for free, you're going to be like, uh, take my money. I'll be like, well, okay. Let's say that that's true. Let's say that I do want to pay for it. Let's say I love your boat show so much, I wouldn't even accept it as a free offer. Okay. Do I really need to buy a ticket stub every single time? Or could we maybe save a tree here? You know, again, talking about ecological responsibility. No. Could we maybe save a few trees and just agree that I pay you the money to see the show? No. Or maybe buy a package deal where I'm able to watch the show, you know, two nights a week for the entire voyage. Sorry, I know you too well and I don't trust you and that's why you need a ticket. I can see you trying to sneak by, and I'm going to be sitting there in that ticket booth going, tickets, please, tickets, please, and if you try to worm by me, I'm going to make you walk that plank, and you're going to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Will I need a ticket to walk the plank? Yeah, but they're discounted just because I pity you at that point. So to walk the plank, I'll have to wait in line, purchase a ticket stub, and then give that ticket stub to another person, and then I get to walk the plank. Yeah, is that so unreasonable? You think this plank is free? Come on. Be reasonable. Yeah. Me and Big Hal are... Making some preliminary plans for our round-the-world ship trip. That's right. Mr. Possum and I are planning to sail around the globe. One of the problems of being on a ship for long periods of time is you don't get enough exercise. You can lose muscle density and your heart can become soft. That's why every cabin in our ship, the SS Big Howlin' Possum, will be equipped with the Total Crank Total Gym System. Look at this bad boy, Mr. Possum. This is the future of compact gym equipment. Fits in the corner of the room, 
No clunky parts to assemble. No weights to wrestle with. Simply crank this wheel in a variety of different positions to work both your muscles and get a little cardio in. It's the complete package. The total workout. The total crank. Total gym system. I don't know, buddy. What's, what's all them tubes and stuff? Oh, that's just the patented total crank system designed to maximize resistance without making exercise difficult. I don't know. This thing looks kind of familiar, Big Al. Oh, you may have seen some late-night commercials for it. It's kind of a new home gym craze. Yeah, it's a craze, all right. And it's your craze. I recognize this contraption, Big Al. This is the urine recycler. And you've just rebranded it as workout equipment. Okay, well, that is true. I, I, it's just I already bought a bunch of them. And they do actually have this handle and crank on them. And it does offer quite a bit of resistance. Because to, you know, to work the urine through it does take some resistance. And plus, look, hey, you use this to work out with, and then what happens if we run out of water? Oh, look, we happen to have a bunch of urine recycling machines. No. No. Again, no. I can't believe that you tried to sell this to me with the tantalizing promise of exercise. Oh, you fool. Have you seen my body? Does it look like it? Exercise is something that I look forward to or even do ever. Well, you're going to have to if you want to stay healthy on board this ship. Big Al, I don't stay healthy on land. It's not something I do. The ship ain't no different. It's just made of wood. Take that thing and throw it out. I don't want to see it popping back up wearing other clothes on this show. All right. All right. I'll give up on the urine recycling machine. Boy, oh boy, that's good news. But check out this interesting new tea decanter that I, uh, I've found in the Brookstone catalog. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Tonight, Mr. Possum and I are planning a grand adventure, a voyage around the world in our very own ship, the SS Big Howlin' Possum. Yes. But ships need supplies. Ships need entertainment. And so we're designing our ship tonight on the show. And so far, uh, I don't know if we have any concrete plans. Uh, well, I had concrete plans, but then you made me leave my Medusa at home. Toot toot. Toot toot. What's your next proposal for something you'd like to have on board the ship? You're going to love this, Big Al. I doubt that. It's a race course for rats. Because look, we're going to have rats, Big Al. I don't like it either. Mm. I know. But it's just a given on any boat anywhere. Even Dracula's boat had rats. You think we're better than Dracula? He was a count. So I say we prepare a course and get the race brackets all set up. So as soon as we see rat number one of a thousand... We'll just plug them right into the system that we've built, and boy, they get to racing, and we get to betting, and we get rich. Rich as mm. Dracula. We get as rich as Dracula. Here's here's one problem with that, Mr. Possum. Uh, a boat is what's known as a closed economy. Mm -hmm. We're not going to increase the amount of money anyone has on board the boat. What are you talking about? There's gambling casinos on boats all the time, you fool. Yeah, there's gambling casinos on boats, Mr. Possum, because they start out with a lot of money. 
if we don't have a lot, of, if we're not already Count Dracula, we're not going to win enough money away from the crew to suddenly be rich. They're on board the boat to get money from us. Well, why don't we just say, hey, don't forget your money. Bring money to gamble for the rats. <laughs> and then everybody comes to it with a, with a hefty fat purse. So when we're hiring a crew, we're 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 looking mostly for high rollers for the crew, right? And we're gonna and we're telling them be sure to bring a a lot of money for the rats. Yeah, just when you're hiring people for the crew, just make sure they got bags and bags of money. It looks like they're wearing another layer of clothes, but it's just money. Right. When they walk, you should hear them jingle about, right. like there's some kind of elf, but it's not jingle bells. It's money. You don't think we'll be kind of fostering a like a i don't know kind of a gross atmosphere on board the ship if we got a big maze filled with rats and everybody's gathered around it chomping on cigars well here's the thing there's gonna be rats they're gonna thank us for making it into a game instead of oh there's rats on the ship sorry got a cower in your bed at night wondering if they're gonna crawl under the sheets and bite your arms and legs and lips and face at least they're racing and plus, after that long day of rat racing, those rats are going to sleep so good, they're not going to be scurrying around in your bed sheets trying to bite your lips. All right, so this ship is going to have a, like, a rat's sleeping quarters in it. Uh, yes, of course. I mean, what, are they supposed to sleep with you? You don't want that. Well, I just, it, it now, it's, it's gone from where my, we're probably going to find some rats on the ship to we're actually going to accommodate rats. Well, yeah. Which I think might be against sort of international law if we're docking at different ports and stuff. Oh, come on. No, think about it. A good ship captain thinks ahead. Once people get a taste for rat gambling, it's going to be all they think about, all they talk about. Mr. Possum, are you being manipulated and controlled by some kind of rat entity? like, say, a rat king somewhere with a mental power to convince you to build a big floating barge paradise for rats? Is that possible? I mean, how would I know if I was? What's a rat king even look like? A rat king is like a big entity made, of, made out of a bunch of rats that got sort of tied together. Yeah, but does it walk like a human? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can it wear clothes? Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's like a big guy made out of rats. And their thing is they just try to get you to do pro-rat stuff while looking like a hairy man in a suit. Yeah. Does that sound like anything that's happened to you lately? Yeah.
what's your next uh, boat idea? Mr. Possum, my next great boat idea for the SS Big Howlin' Possum is we should have a corkboard world map. Mm. How cool is this, Mr. Possum? A big wall with a corkboard map of the world. We can track our progress. We can mark where we've been. We can use different color pins to commemorate what sort of adventures we had in each location. Here's where Big Howl wrestled that crocodile. Here's where Mr. Possum fell in love but had to leave her behind because the ship already has a wheel and we don't need a third one. Yeah, the problem with this idea, Big Howl, and I hate to Oh, say here this. we go. Here uh, we go. The problem is just it's you. I know you too well. For the first two weeks, maybe two weeks, you're going to just be obsessed with this thing. You're going to be plopping pins every which way, every which way but loose on this thing. And then after two weeks, you will promptly forget about it and neglect it, and it'll just be something that just sits there. So I want you to reconsider this being one of the five things that you bring aboard this boat. I like maps, Mr. Possum. I like I like looking at them. And I think if I think if we're going out to sea, if we're traveling around the world, we're probably going to want to have a map. Because what if we get lost? How do you get lost when your goal is to go around the world? Don't you just go everywhere? Ain't no wrong turn. You're just a fly at a picnic, just landing on this continent, landing on that continent. Ooh, potato salad. Ooh, Europe. Right, but if we don't have a map, we won't know which one we're landing on. We'll just ask somebody, hey, where am I? You think too much, and you're a nerd. Okay, well, you want to get on a boat that you admit is full of rats, and you want to sail around the world without a map anywhere. Well, I just don't like the corkboard map. Why don't we just have a little one we look at by lamplight? I don't want taking up a whole wall. What about a big circular table in the middle of the room with an illuminated map? Ooh, I like that. And then there's like a little dot that lights up that shows where the boat is. Now we're talking. See, you just need to give me a crappy idea and then let me improve it. Okay. Mr. Possum, what's your next idea for the ship? Well, it's a little something I call the fruit room. It's a whole lounge filled with delicious, tangy, citrus fruits. And I mean these fruits are everywhere. The chairs are made of them. The tables are made of them. Anywhere you grab is just a fruit you can eat. Fruits galore, people will say as they walk in. And I will say, Ajante. Or whatever. Because, buddy, I am not catching Scurvy. Have I ever told you what my greatest fear is? Um, is it scurvy? Yes, it's getting scurvy. It's number one. Getting scurvy is your number one fear. Oh, yeah. It's awful. I don't even know what happens to you when you get scurvy. Your whole body gets fatigued. <laughs> okay. You have so much malaise. That sounds like that would be very different from how you normally are. You get... Tooth loss. Okay, still something that you already struggle with. You get bald spots in your fur and rashes and red spots. Mr. Possum, do you already have scurvy? What, what's going on here? These are all symptoms that you already have. You get failure to thrive 
irritability. Yeah, check. Oh my gosh. Big Hal. I have scurvy. Wow. Your number one fear. And we just found out you already have it. Oh no. I'm going to have to get a new number one fear. Right. Now it's just familiar. Well, I mean, I we're taking a sh- trip around the world, so it could be giant squid or, you know, one of our one of our cannons backfiring and the and the ship catching fire. Those seem to me like logical fears, more so than a disease you already have. Well, I'll tell you what my fear is. It's people breaking in my fruit room. Because obviously, I need this fruit more than anyone else. Okay. So my new number one fear is having someone rob me of all my citrus fruit. Also, new rule, the fruit room is just for me. Captain Possum. Okay. First of all, you're not the captain. Second of all, you can't hoard all of the fruit. Of course I can. It's a fruit room. That fruit is going to be taking a lot of our resources. It's going to be using a lot of our water. Uh, that, that fresh water you demanded we have instead of a urine recycling system. All of our fresh water is going to be going to plumping up that fruit that you're not even going to be able to eat all of, so it's just going to rot in that room. You're going to make a big stinky room of rotten fruit that you're going to be hoarding. Yeah, we'll make wine out of it if it rots. Make some turlet wine out of that old orange. All right. We're going on a boat ride. Time to hear Big Al's last idea for the boat. The SS Big Al and Possum. Well, you've shot down most of my other ideas today, Mr. Possum, but this one is a must-have. As in must-have or Big Al ain't going. It's the Boz Skaggs Premier Upper Deck Audio System. The only premier all-in-one outdoor stereo system designed for boats by Boz Skaggs. Comes equipped with all the greatest hits of the Boz Skaggs catalog, remastered for the ultimate top deck boogie down party. Ooh, I like that. Does it have a, a docking station that I can plug my little iPod into? Oh no. Oh, oh no, Mr. Possum. This isn't some ordinary stereo. Uh, tracks that aren't mastered specifically for the Upper Deck Premiere audio system wouldn't sound any good and don't play on it. So it's only. Boz Skaggs is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. We'll be doing the Lido shuffle and getting low down as we boogie around the whole earth, Mr. Possum. All Boz Skaggs, 24 hours a day, as we circumnavigate the entire globe. Well, Big Howard, you probably won't believe me when I say this, but I, I take no joy in shooting down your ideas. Do you know that? I really don't. I wish you had good ideas so that I could praise them and give them my toots. But, alas... I'm very curious to hear how you think you're going to shoot down <laughs> the Boz Skaggs Premier Upper Deck Audio System. The premier audio system for boats in the world. It's just that it's too much Boz Skaggs. It's too much Boz. You know... I'd like to apologize to our listeners for... Uh, Mr. Possum said something that could potentially be very offensive. Listeners have just had to hear someone say, Too much Boz Skaggs. Which is a, a, a phrase that... Hits my ears rather harshly. I don't think there's such a thing as too much Boz Skaggs. Right. I remember you saying something similar at the beginning of Pizza Week. You said something like, 
Well, there can't be too much pizza. Pizza's great. I'm going to eat it every meal, every day. I'm going to set my alarm to get up in the middle of the night and have another slice. It's going to be a pizza fest. And by Tuesday, what was you doing? Begging for a cheeseburger. So you're saying maybe we get the Jimmy Buffett pack when we when we buy the Boz Skaggs Premier Upper Deck audio system. So we can listen to Cheeseburgers in Paradise as well. Yes, I think that would absolutely fix all this problem. Mr. Possum, I think you've got uh, one last chance to come up with a good idea for something to put on board this ship. So what is it? Well, I am bringing the toots. That's right. A big old sack of toots. If it toots, I'm bringing it. If it's a flute or a wooden train whistle or an oboe or a bassoon, if it's a, if it'll make a toot sound, it's coming on the boat. Because we're going to have to have lots of toots. Because every day there's going to be a toot parade, Big Al. How do you like the sound of that? I love the, I love the sound of a toot parade. That sounds great. Marching around with our instruments, tooting furiously. I think you're close to having an actual good idea here, Mr. Possum, but what about more of a direct, focused, and uniform toot that could kind of signal to everybody on board the ship and to anybody who maybe, you know, within a few miles of where the ship is, that we're here and we're in charge and we're tooting up a storm? I'm talking about a big old foghorn instead of Ooh. a bunch of little tooting flutes and stuff. Yes, a toot that you can feel in your bones. A toot that would please the heavens above. Parting clouds and fog, which is what a foghorn's supposed to do, is blast fog away with sound waves. The mightiest toot the world has ever heard. I'm sold. All right, let's just wrap this up real quick. Let's. So we're going to have a bunch of rotting fruit, some rat mazes, and the loudest foghorn available. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're kind of skipping over the boat show, which is what keeps us all alive and what we all look forward to every day, but uh, okay. And don't forget the constant voice and sound and groove of Mr. Paz Skaggs and his good friend Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Toot toot.